I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time is 8:30. Tim has the day off. KSL's top story this hour. KSL in your community. Live broadcast up and down the Wasatch Front. Today, we're live from Grantsville High School in Tooele County on KSL News Radio. Utah's legislature set aside millions to build teen centers in Utah high schools. KSL News Radio's Lindsay Eretz reports on how this money could help as many as 600 students in Tooele. School districts will soon be able to apply for a slice of this $15 million. Teen centers will be an existing space in the school converted and staffed to meet the physical and mental health needs. They'll have things like laundry, food, and showers. In Tooele, the superintendent says he's even it's seen fun. students but- not shower because they didn't have a towel. He says soon they will know they can get anything they need at the teen center. The group that lobbied for this says the money will fund teen centers in just under half of Utah's 200 high schools. Uh, having a computer difficulty here at KSL News Radio. I'm not sure if there is another reporter who might be standing by and able to help. If not, oh, good. Don, are you there? I'll let you take it from here. Yes, Amanda, another storm moving into the state this weekend, and it comes with another plea to get cars off the streets. So that snow plows can clear the roads, KSL investigator Mike Hedrick says they looked at enforcement in 10 different cities with snow parking ordinances. West Jordan, Layton, South Ogden, and Lehigh issue an average of 40 citations or less each year. Lehigh wrote the fewest tickets, just two this year, and not a single ticket the two years prior. West Valley, Bountiful, Sandy, and Tooele have each issued more than 100 tickets per year on average. But Logan is the king of winter parking citations. They have issued a whopping 1,280 citations since November. A representative with the Logan Police Department says they have four part-time employees who go out in the wee hours to hand out tickets. Snow is top of mind right now, but firefighters are already preparing for a lot of brush this spring. KSL News Radio's Alessandra Harris has more. All the moisture we're receiving this winter creates a lot more greenery, which is perfect for light, flashy fuels. John Smith, public information officer for the North Tooele Fire District, explains why this is dangerous. Those light, flashy fuels, you're going to get a lot of grass, a lot of tumbleweeds, a lot of sagebrush, and those burn really, really fast. And we're talking 
up to 15, 20 miles per hour. Smith emphasizes that the best way to fight a fire is to prevent a fire. With 1,700 square miles of land for the department to cover, he encourages the public to help out by clearing the areas around homes and businesses from dead vegetation. Alessandra Harris, KSL News Radio. And my thanks to Don Brinkerhoff for jumping in on such short notice there. What could end up being the closest out of state abortion clinic to Salt Lake City is having problems opening. KSL News Radio's Adam Small has more. Planned Parenthood is trying to open a clinic in West Wendover, Nevada, but the city council just denied their request for a conditional use permit, voicing mainly their opposition to abortion itself. Out-of-state abortion options have been on some people's minds after the state legislature passed a bill that would limit abortion clinics in Utah and the trigger law injunction still playing out in court at the same time. KSL.com reports out of all the services provided by Planned Parenthood Marmonte, which serves California and Nevada residents, only 5% are abortions. The West Wendover mayor says health care in the small Nevada town is already a little difficult since many of their residents are already having to drive two hours to Salt Lake for routine medical care. Adam Small, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. President Biden will release his budget today in Philadelphia. The White House says President Biden's budget plan will cut the federal deficit by nearly $3 trillion over the next decade, much higher than the $2 trillion he laid out in his State of the Union address just last month. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre on Wednesday would not explain what accounts for the difference in the projection to get to that higher number. Our economists believe that what the president has put forth as a plan uh, to make sure that we're building an economy from the bottom up, middle out, is indeed working. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. Prosecutors in Virginia say the six-year-old boy accused of shooting his first grade teacher is too young to stand trial and will not face criminal charges. The boy's family says he suffers from an acute disability. They claim the legally purchased gun he took to school had been locked away. The family is saying, we have been cooperating with local and federal law enforcement to understand how this could have happened. The prosecutor says he's still going through the evidence to determine any other potential charges. ABC's Andrea Fujii says prosecutors still could file charges against several adults. First Look Traffic Now takes us back over to you, Andy. Amanda, lots of different issues. I-15 backups continue middle of the valley. You've got a lot of slowdowns on the collector ramp as well between 215 from, from I-15 to go to 215, so that runs parallel to the freeway. Uh, still have southbound backups late in Kaysville. I've had a couple of crashes reported in that stretch. Uh, for those of you in Utah County, it's starting to improve a little bit. The delays don't go all the way back to Springville, but an earlier crash on the border of Provo Orem still has you backed up throughout the whole city of Provo on North 15. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL. Traffic Center. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.